Greetings. I am the Reverend Dr. Pamela Robinson, co-pastor of the Emerging Hope Ministries in Kalamazoo, Michigan. I'd like to welcome you to the Lotus Flower Podcast. The Lotus Flower Podcast has an aim to educate, equip, and empower our listening audience while sharing culturally relevant topics. The common name for the lotus flower is the water lily. It has the characteristics of opening in the morning and closing during the night. The lotus flower grows in muddy waters and rises through the murky waters into the light to bloom into a beautiful pink and white flower. It signifies strength as it moves from the dark into the light. The Lotus Flower Podcast signifies strength, resilience, and determination. We hope and pray that you all, as you listen to the podcast, are able to garner such a positive aroma coming from the podcast that you too become a flower that's blooming and blossoming even in the midst of adversity. This evening we are welcoming a guest that we are super excited to have join us. Her name is Kibby Blakely. She happens to be a cousin of ours. And we are so grateful that she has said yes to being a guest on the podcast today. Miss Kibby is one of six children. She's a graduate of the Troy University where she received her BSN degree from the University of Florida. And she also received her master's degree in health education with a specialty in the promotion of health. Ms. Kibbe is currently a nurse in the home care setting and has done so for the last 31 years of her 35 year nursing career. Ms. Kibbe has a special gift that she's going to share with our listening audience today. And it is as a balloon artist, which she has done over the last seven years. She cannot stop thanking God enough for such an amazing gift that he has given her. Miss Kibby would love to be able to incorporate both balloons and nursing together in her career as she strives to make others feel better. According to Miss Kibby, nursing is truly a calling. However, balloons are a gift from God. Miss Kibby, thank you so much for joining us this evening to share. Thank you for having me. A balloon making. Miss Kibby, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit today? I introduced a little bit about you and your excellent bibliography and some 
and your educational career and your love for people is just outstanding. However, what I was really taken back by was your ability to create beautiful balloons, balloon molding. I was looking up what um, balloon molding and balloon twisting actually entails so that I could really get a better understanding of what you do. Because when I look at your work, Miss Kibby, you make it seem just so easy. And I said, what do you call this? So I actually looked it up and I wanted to share a little bit with our listening audience before you go into more detail as to how God gave you this gift. And when I looked it up on Google, it says that balloon molding and balloon twisting is the shaping of a special type of molding of balloons into almost any type of character, but oftentimes they're animal types of characters. It says people who create balloon animals are oftentimes called balloon artists or balloons sculpturalist or balloon tech, a balloon texture person, or even balloon benders is what they're called. But I want you to tell us what you call your, what you do. I know the name of your business is Balloons by Kibby. However, if you ask me, that doesn't do justice to what you do. <laughs> um. The balloons, you, you pretty much nailed it all. There are different avenues of a balloon artist. Um, you can be a, a decor or a decorator, a twister. I myself don't like to fit in the box. I, I'm pretty much a twister. I can uh, mold and sculpture. I can also create by bending PVC or metal and then putting balloons on. I can create a frame. So I'm a sculpture. I'm also a decorator. I decorate at weddings and do arches and things of that nature. So there's so many different avenues of a balloon artist and uh, there is no bottom. Uh, that's one of the things I like. The sky's the limit and there's no bottom. There's a piece that, I mean, it's ever evolving just like this world uh, and you get to change and to create and, and to mold within. That's amazing. I know when we, we have spoke um, some time ago, you, we talked about your love for balloon making and how it came to be. Can you tell our listening audience about how you actually began your balloon artistry work? Okay. I um, I started about seven years ago. I have an eight-year-old granddaughter, and so we put up a few balloons for her birthday party, which I don't like looking at my very first piece. Uh, then I started um, decorating at my job. It was a way that I was able to provide a little bit of com camaraderie among the staff. And on Monday mornings when they'd walk in, they didn't know what they were walking into. I would decorate the lobby sometimes with Christmas trees, Christmas presents, or whatever the season was. And so therefore, um, uh, I was able to sculpture uh, balloons. Uh, we later discovered an employee was allergic to latex, and so I could no longer create at work. So I still found a way because God gave me the, the balloons, and surely if he gave it to me, he'd always find a way that I would be able to display it for him. Uh, so that's when I got into the twisting or the molding, like the clowns you will see and mold the animals, and it has pretty much evolved. It is beyond my wildest dream. I take a step back sometimes and look at the work and 
it's truly the work of God because some of it, I have no earthly idea what I'm going to do. And when I leave, it's just amazing to see the pieces. So I'm just as amazed as those people like yourself, Pam, who look at my work and uh, see some of it. And I mean, it's a way that uh, I'm able to spread joy because it's uh, a way that I can keep in touch with uh, a lot of people. My job, even though they lost the balloons in the lobby, uh, we created a Facebook page. So I'm still able to share uh, that joy um, with others my balloon art so now you you are a nurse by trade and i read that you have been a nurse for 35 long beautiful years of serving people you told me a little bit about your nursing career and and that you love nursing to the degree that you actually spend time with your with your clients and you oftentimes find yourself having to take a lot of your paperwork home because you, you want to invest the time into your patients. And then you also told me that, you know, not only are you investing in them by listening to their stories and learning from them, especially the senior citizens. However, you have shared your balloon um, artistry work with them as well. So can you tell me how you have shared your balloon work with some of your patients and how has that actually made a difference in their lives? Uh, yes, it's nothing for me to twist a bouquet of flowers and, and take to one of my seniors. The, it just brightens their day. I, my joy comes within seeing others happy. Uh, so I, I truly do enjoy that. I created the Balloon by Kibbe's page more so, not so much a business page, but a way that people could actually share in my joy and see the balloons. But uh, they, they send me kind words. Some patients I haven't seen in years still follow me on Balloons by Kibbe and uh, they are just overjoyed with the balloons. But, you know, coming up, balloons were something that we may have one up and, and just to know that someone could create some of the work that I've created, mm -hmm. it just automatically brings a smile to your face. It, and smile to me is universal. There's nothing else that has to be said uh, mm -hmm. when you can see the smile on someone's face. And you know, the reason that I am, that thank you for sharing that, first of all, and the reason, Ms. Kibbe, I was so taken back by your balloon work, not only because of their, they're just so beautiful and all, I was taken back by the story behind what you do. You, you told me that you do what you do because you want to bring love and joy to people and all and that was the primary uh, premise of why you're doing the work because it just brings so much joy to people not only to you to you you receive joy by even watching them smile but just the joy of having a balloon sculpture at a party can you tell me about the time when you said just recently there was a little boy a little a grandmother I mean that has lost a loved one and you said you want it to just do this work for her grandchild's birthday party because you wanted to bring joy in the midst of, of a loss that that grandmother had experienced some time ago. Can, can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure, true. 98% uh, of the balloon work that I do is primarily for someone that touches my heartstring, um, maybe directly or indirectly. And the birthday party that I participated in this past weekend. Um, this young lady is like a sister to me and she lost her only child. 
And a few months after his death, he had a son that was born and this young baby uh, had his first birthday. And uh, I mean, my thing is, uh, if I if I can if I can take your pain, I, I can't take your pain away, but if I can make you forget it for just a moment and take your mind off of it. In the realm of nursing, we call it diversion, and it actually is a therapeutic technique where if you can take people's mind just far enough away, they and they concentrate on something else other than the pain. And uh, just to see her smile on Saturday. And to know that um, I was able to make a difference in the life of her grandson, um, his first birthday. And most birthday parties I do for a world, it is never about the child because they usually don't remember it. It is primarily for the, the adults. It's a memorable moment and a milestone for parents. And so um, it's one of the things that I just, I absolutely love it when I can make a difference, whether it's at Hubbard House um, they are near and dear to my heart. I volunteer to do balloon art for them. And the children are around the holidays, Christmas time, mm -hmm. and their walk. Um, the Hubbard House um, reached out to me to have a starting point for their walk this past year. And mm -hmm. so anytime they call, there's some organizations. I mean, there's no money exchange. It's just if it becomes near and dear to my heart, it's something that I'm going to, um, because like I say, I get just as much out of giving. Uh, so if I'm able to do that, I, I will, and I, I do, but I do have a few organizations, a few of the schools, um, the inner city schools here in Jacksonville that I have done uh, events for as well, um, because I do want to show love first and foremost and to make people smile, and I want everyone to have the experience of balloons because balloon art is a very expensive art that most people would never see firsthand, and you know, to be able to see it from me, um, makes a big difference. It does. Yes. Well, I want you to know, and I want our podcast audience to know that your balloon work, if you ask me, is hands down the best balloon art that's ever, has ever, just ever, ever, ever existed or was created. I, I will be posting some of your work on our social media sites so people can literally see what I am talking about in terms of the magnificent balloon work that you've done, I was able to um, go onto your page and I was able to get some of the comments from some of the people that you've made balloons for. And some of them have said that your customer service, your promptness and attention to detail far exceeded their expectation. They said they highly recommend you. Another person said that she is very creative and created beautiful unicorns for my niece's first birthday party. Another customer of yours said that you are a very talented balloon artist with priceless customer service. And another person said that you are very professional and timely. You have a great sense of humor, a great sense and love for people and that they give you five stars, hands down. And the last comment that I, that I was able to get off of your page says that she reflects herself into her work. She creates not only awesome, but heartwarming and very touching and moving pieces of art. She will not disappoint you by her skills. Miss Kibby, does an amazing job with balloon sculptures. I am a regular of hers 
and always will be. And those were some comments from some of your clients. And it, and it just went on and on and on. I could have probably had at least 20 more or 20 more comments easily and I, that I wanted to share. But I did want to just to ask you if you would tell us what has been, you know, maybe your most, the, the balloon artist um, sculpture that you've made, which piece maybe has meant the most to you that you created and why? Uh, it would have to be last year, um, this time. We were in the midst of a pandemic and there were very uncertain times and nursing was very stressed to the max, taking care of um, a lot of very sick people. And I myself uh, started questioning, you know, was it time to leave, especially in home care? We were walking into some very uncertain situations and, uh, I, I came home from church on a Sunday and uh, God gave me this piece of a praying woman um, and the song, um, Just Keep On Praying is actually what you'll hear in the background when you hear this song. But it is so near and dear to my heart um, because even in the midst of all that we're still going through, we must never stop praying. Um, but that is that is truly one that I... I I, I mean, I love, I sometimes listen to and look at videos when I'm having a down moment, I go through almost all of my videos and all of my pictures and they bring me so much joy. They can lift you up from one of the deepest, darkest moments. And people have told me that, that they'll just go through and watch the balloons and, and, and find joy. And so it, it does make me feel good. That is just, that is just beautiful. And that sometimes, if you, when we think about the name of our um, podcast, the Lotus Flower podcast, and I shared in the beginning, the Lotus Flower is, that's a flower that it's, even though it's beautiful and it's pink and it's white and all, it, it you just don't know the story behind it. That, that flower actually has to bloom out of, out of, out of mud and out of murky water. And it has to push up and out of all of that murk and water to come out and bloom into this beautiful pink and white flower. And so it's an internal type of strength that it has. And I, I, I liken your balloon artistry work to that. It's, it's more than just the exterior stuff that we see. It's an inner, inner strength that symbol that is actually being depicted, if you ask me, through this balloon, these balloon sculptures. You know, it it actually draws from a person if they're down in the in a place where they're despondent and they feel hopeless and they feel like they cannot go on. When they look at these balloons, it's to me it symbolizes a place where they can find solace and they can begin to tap into that place where they can be happy again. So it's, it symbolizes to me a new beginning. When I look at your balloon work. And, and to me, if you ask me, it's a it's a ministry of a I know I don't know if you think of it that way, but I thank and praise God that He's given you this gift. And and to me, is if you ask me, it's like a ministry that He's given you to love on people. I asked you the other day when we spoke, I said, Well, how much do you charge people when you make these um, balloons? And I know you shared with me first, you started off as as you know, love tokens, but then as people began to, you know, how the world is, you began to 
trust people and some of them didn't come through after you bought all these balloons and you trusted them and you didn't have a deposit and you were stuck hanging with a lot of balloons and to the point where now you have to start taking a deposit. But I know you told me also that you also will do things for people, you know, that maybe are down and out. Maybe that might be a single mom there that's, that doesn't have a lot of funds or could be a, a, an elderly person that doesn't have a whole lot. I know you said it wasn't all about the funds, but we do have to have funds because what you share, the balloons are rather expensive because these just aren't your run-of-the-mill dollar store balloons, are they? No, they're not. They're not. And uh, we are in the midst of a balloon shortage all over the world, to be honest. And so uh, it may take uh, purchasing from several different vendors to get all the colors you need which uh, shipping and handling is added to each one of those four or five vendors. And um, it, it is quite a challenge. I mean, once you see it up close and see that the texture and you'll notice the difference in the balloons, um, uh, there, there is. And for a very eloquent occasions, you do want the top of the line balloons, but when you're an artist and you have skills, you can actually turn almost anything into something that looks really nice. And it depends on what you want. And, and Ms. Kibby, how, how did you, how did you um, actually know that the Lord was giving you this, this amazing gift? And I wanted you to share this because there are some people that are listening to this podcast and they're, they're trying to find out what, what is my gift? Can I do this? And I, is it really him talking or is it just something that's, I'm, that's in my mind and all? So, and they're, they're afraid to step out on faith and do this. How did you actually come to the realization that the Lord was moving you into the direction to be a balloon artist and that this was an actual gift that he was giving you? Well, um, one of the things I realized, my son just told me the other day, he said, Mom, you have over a thousand people that are your Facebook friends. And I do, and they're not truly my friends, but every time I did an event, they wanted to see the balloons. And um, in wanting to see the balloons, they would send me a friend request. And I knew it was just solely for the balloons. That's another reason I created Balloons by Kibby, so you can freely uh, view the balloons without sending the friend request. But I started to realize when I was reading or some of their posts would come across, some of the language was awful and I didn't want to see it. Um, and then I started realizing I can use the balloons to give a godly message. And that's what I do now. I know people won't look at what I'm typing or take the time to read it but if I put a beautiful balloon piece I can say whatever God would have me to say and so I'd use that platform in order to be able to because now I've captivated my audience mm -hmm. and that's when I really started to realize that this is the you know God wants me to be that voice for him I wasn't always this talkative little person I was really truly kind of shy and now with balloons, I feel I can say anything for him because I've captured every single audience there is. There are even people who are afraid of balloons, but okay. when they look, and so I'm able to, if I want to come on and say good morning and, and give a scripture and, and I'll always say, you know, people will ask me, can I do something? I can do all things, you know, that'll be, and that's how I'll reply and I'll post whatever they ask me, could I do? So I have a captivating audience and it's mine to deliver the message of God. And that, I, I truly um, 
am grateful for the gift. And I usually will sign off. I usually, a lot of my wordings will say, I'm, I'm grateful for the gift. And I always say, when God gives you a gift, you'll never feel that you have to open a press again. That's amazing. And um, when you think about, about your gift that he's given you to create those balloons, and then he's given you a calling for nursing, both, both of those are actually um, areas in which we help people. And it requires a lot of our time and a lot of our own emotions are poured into that and, and our physical strength and all of that. How do you balance out both being a nurse full-time and then being a balloon artist full-time pretty much but you know I, like I tell people I was truly called to the ministry of nursing and I'm seeing that more so than ever I have always heard people talk about being called into the ministry calling to be and I, I you know I'm, I'm I was wavering on well, what what was it you know, were, were you self-appointed did you just kind of decide and now I truly get it I really truly understand a calling um, and when people talk about a calling, it, it's like a tug on your life. Mm-hmm. And, and it's one that you can't get away from. I have a master's degree and most nurses training have gone on and they have their PhD and I'm still not stuck. I used to think I was still stuck in home care. Mm-hmm. And they often ask me, one nurse asked me again, Kibby, why do you stay? Why do you stay? It's something I can't explain. And, mm-hmm. and that, that's all I, I'm going to leave it at that. I, I can't explain this stronghold that it has on my life uh, to be a home care nurse. It actually takes a special person to walk into uncertain circumstances and situations and, and uh, not the unknown. I mean, you truly mm-hmm. have to have faith and trust. And I had a little nurse ride with me once and she was petrified when we drove up to a house. And that's what she asked me, was I ever afraid? And my statement to her, which is always, God will never send me somewhere he won't deliver me from. And I truly believe that. And if you are doing uh, his will, and I I get so much joy. I get frustrated from some of the other things that's around my job, but not what the true ministry of what God God has called me to do, and that's to take care of patients in their homes. You're an amazing, amazing person. And I want to share this with you before we close the podcast. And it says that you, Miss Kibby, make the world a better place for everyone. And you never fail to share God's love in everything that you do. We are so grateful to have someone like you in our lives and your clients at the nursing home and at the, at the nursing practice that you have. And as we go into the homes as an in-home nurse, the people at your church and your family members and your balloon customers are really very blessed to have you as a part of their life. I would like for you to look at the bigger picture because for those of us that are helpers, we don't look at the bigger picture because we don't do it to look at what we're doing. But sometimes, the Lord wants us to stop and smell the roses ourselves and to give our own selves a hug and a pat on the back because you deserve just that, Miss Piggy, Miss Kibby. I truly appreciate all of the good things that you're doing, no matter how big or no matter how small it is. And oftentimes it goes unnoticed and you don't say anything about it because you're not trying to take away God's glory. 
But there comes a time where the Lord wants us to give glory where glory is due. I want you to know that you are a wonderful person. You're amazing. And I love the way that God has fashioned you to love, to help people, especially those that are down and out sometimes that are hurting and that are sick and that are shut in. I pray that you will always have a wonderful, beautiful heart in which the Lord has put into you. I thank God that he rekindled our relationship down in Penny Farms, Florida this past July doing our family get together slash family reunion. Although it was a reunion on all sides, mom's side, dad's sides, and all of the different sides, we just are so amazed that we all were able to come together and once again, rekindle the relationship with Miss Kibby, our cousin, and eat some of her delicious food that she made for the family <laughs> reunion, and as well as enjoy those beautiful balloons. Is there, is there anything that you would like to share with our podcast audience before we close this evening? No, I, I just invite them to follow if they're followers of Balloon by Kibby. Um, I, I do try to spread a little joy. And like I said, if there's ever downtime or not feeling well, uh, to go back and just look at some of the videos and the pictures. And I promise you won't be disappointed in being uplifted. Thank you. And also, I wanted to make sure that we let the uh, podcast audience know about your, your balloon artistry work that at this time that even though we we are giving a shout out to you and we're just making sure that people are aware that we have such a loving person out there that does balloon artistry work and serves also in nursing that at this time the balloons are not you're not uh, marketing them as uh, on sale like globally for everyone to begin to call you and uh, request balloon orders at this time can you kind of clarify that a little bit for me before right i'm really small time and local um here in jacksonville uh maybe a little bit to the surrounding areas and it's based on availability uh nursing right now we are in a global pandemic and we are having some tough times and uh until i can free up a little bit more time and that is my future goal is to be able to more um, balloon, uh, spend more time with balloons because I am nearing the end of my nursing career. I know that day will come, uh, but I'm so grateful that I do have something uh, that I look forward to in the near future of expanding. That's the way it's wonderful. You have such a beautiful smile. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, well, th well, thank you so much for your time this evening for being our special featured guest on the Lotus Flower Podcast. And we are hope and we pray that God will continue to bless and prosper you as you bless others, Miss Kibby. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. You have a blessed evening.